Hello, friends. Hello, friends. This is Terkessa Lee, the creator of Couture Soul Talk, and um, we are here for another episode. This is season one, episode four. And um, before I move on to talk about what we're going to talk about tonight, I just want to give a shout out to all of the people who have listened to the last three podcasts. You guys have been awesome. I appreciate the inboxes, the calls, the texts. Um, just the shout outs on social media about how intense they were, how they were so um, enlightening for you, how you've learned, how you grew, how you cried. Um, That was what I was going for. That was what I was going for when I created this podcast. That is what I wanted. I wanted a space for um, authentic conversation. So I just want to say thank you. Um, I appreciate all of my former guests, Indra Owens, um, Nisi Parks, Dana Powell, um, I truly am blessed to know all of you, and I just say thank you, and um, last night was, I don't know if you guys know, just a quick thing, but last night, um, the 15th, was um, National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day, Um, and just so you guys know, um, I did light a couple of candles last night for all of my friends who um, have lost babies, and I just gave honor to their children and asked God to bless the parents and help them to um, be able to just make it another day. Um, I really have grown and really have had a a deeper and a better understanding after doing those two interviews. Um, There were some things that I thought I knew and I really didn't know. So it was a humbling experience for me as well. So I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you guys for that. Um, Tonight, it's going to be a little less intense, but just as great. Um, we're going to talk about fake forgiveness today. Um, we're going to talk about how, um, we tend to say we forgive people. And then when something else happens with that person, all of the things they've done in the past, plus the current thing, um, seems to take over us. You know, we're going to talk about situations where we thought we forgave and we didn't. And then on the last segment, we're going to talk about, um, how do you know when you've truly forgiven? Um, what does true forgiveness feel like? And um, how how can we help you all get there? How can we help ourselves get there? I have my friend here, Heather Roberts, who I've been friends with for many, many, many years. Um, her and I always have very deep, intense, meaningful conversations. And um, God told me to, to bring her today to um, talk to you all. So it's going to be a great dialogue. I appreciate you guys listening in. Um, settle up because we're going to talk about some real shit and we're going to make you think about how you view forgiveness and how you view yourself um, in that lens. Okay, guys, we're back. I'm here with Heather Roberts and we're going to talk about fake forgiveness. Um, Heather, hi. Hi. I'm so, so freaking geeked. When I tell you, she told me that she was like, yeah, she was coming. And I was like a little kid. Like, oh my God. She's coming. She's coming. Because I haven't seen you in quite a long time. Um, There was a time in our relationship where we really just communicated daily. Um, You lived closer. We talked often. We did lots of things together. And um, you know how life is, career things, children, responsibilities. You ended up moving a little bit further away. Um, We didn't, we haven't connected as much um, in I'll say when you reached out to me last week, I was like so happy to hear from you. Oh, 
Um, I think that um, I'm still learning how to be okay when um, relationships shift, you know. um, And I'm learning that every time relationships shift, that it doesn't necessarily mean that there's some inadequacy in me. That it doesn't necessarily mean that I've done something off-putting that the person doesn't want to. You know, I think sometimes right. because you know we internalize those things. Yeah. You know, and 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 I'll be honest with you. Um, I did it inter- for a little bit. I did. I felt very disconnected, like I had lost you, but not to a point where, if I saw you somewhere, I wouldn't speak to you or hug you, or if I saw your children, well, I wouldn't. Thank embrace- God. Not yeah, like right, because you know, because like the mind, the mind yeah. is a crazy thing, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. when we're left to our own devices and our own thinking, we create stories that don't exist. Right. You know, and and I'm just hey now, Shondo, don't start. It's too early. It's too early. It's too early. Don't do that. We can't get excited yet. It's just the beginning. It's only the second segment. Um, But it was so refreshing for to hear from you, for you to tell me, you know, that you miss me, for you to say that um, you just had a period in your life where you need to kind of go inward, yeah, and we're and 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 into a self-imposed isolation. Um, and while I respected that and I honored that, there was a relief in me that you didn't pull back because of something that I had inadvertently did that I didn't know. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I'm glad that we're having this dialogue now because I feel like with certain people in certain relationships, you, I would hope that we would get to a place where if that was you're feeling or you're thinking that we would be open enough to talk about it like in that in that depth but um when you're on the flip side and you're just trying to maneuver through life and you just get to a place where you can't continue to pour from an empty cup hey now i just felt like um i didn't have it for (coughs) anybody excuse me and for once in my life i just didn't even want to apologize for it okay because okay. it was like i was getting the same type of texts from multiple people and i'm like how do i say this without making them feel bad and how do i get to a place where i'm comfortable saying i need to heal i need to work through some stuff i need to you know, just get to a place where I feel whole. Right. Because right now I'm about to snap and I don't even have the words to describe it. Wow. Or even, um, I can't even compartmentalize it. I couldn't make sense of it. Okay. I was feeling like I was in a place of um, being like, I don't want to say the walking dead, but yeah, no, just, I get it. Yeah, just I get it. Like on autopilot, and that's funny. And that's that's. I guess I'm really. It's funny because you you said something that's really key, which kind of goes to what I said. You didn't have the words to describe it. Yeah, and I didn't have the words to ask. Right. So. So we were on the same plane. Different. It's just really weird. That's that's such a profound thing that you said. Um, I have spent my, 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 the last few years trying to just make peace and not just anything about you in particular, because we, we have a very kismet 
tight relationship. It's very organic. Yeah. It's very natural. Yeah. Um, our children like each other. You know, we do things together. We talk. Um, it's very transparent. It's very honest. It's very but we spiritual. Yeah, yeah. But it's... I've moved to a place where I've tried to allow people to make decisions that are best for them. Yeah. Even if it doesn't feel good to me. Okay. And I, and I, and, and I say that, and I, and, I, and I try, even when I'm doing groups and stuff, I got to keep it on the eye, and I'm going to make it more personal. I had to tell myself, if you were pulling away from me for whatever reason, that I don't need to be angry about that. I need to respect it. You're allowed to decide what's good for your life and what's not. And even if I wasn't happy about it, I love you more. I love you more because I want you to be happy. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that you are happy with me in your life. Right. So I don't know if that's a healthy way of thinking about it or just a way that I've created in my mind to find some acceptance where I'm just not angry and disgruntled and upset because I've been sad since I haven't talked to you. Can I just say that? Aww. I've been sad as shit. Well, I'm glad that I've been you know, sad as shit have today to like get to this place of clarity because um, <clears throat> I've missed you and in this time that we haven't talked on a regular basis, I have put a lot of thought into our connection. Oh wow. And I've realized that part of the reason that I needed to have some space um, from certain people when you're included in this group is that some people will call me on my stuff. Mm. And there were layers that I needed to deal with that I did I I wasn't um a hundred percent um open with myself about even touching those things but you and i have been in the same arena many times where out of the blue you would just be on it and yeah I'd be like you know what this holy ghost thing like stop it yeah like, like can you not today can we not do that and it's right that's so, so oh yeah, my gosh so heather I, so i was like kind of I, 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 wanna, I don't want to say in hiding, but I finally wanted to give myself the space that I needed to peel back all the stuff. On your and, own. Yeah. And and just really be patient with myself and go to God. Because sometimes I would be in these places with people, like I said, you and like two other people, um where it kind of forced me to deal with it when I didn't want to okay. or I wasn't ready. Yet. Okay. So, I mean, everybody heals differently. And at different and, paces. Yeah. Yeah, and I so, get it. So, if, if, if it came up, then I would feel pressured to have to make a move on it because now it's in the atmosphere. Right. You know? No, and I get so it. That was a that was a hard thing <laughs> for me to even have to um, accept you know, yeah. like, yo, you're just really lowballing yourself right now. And you need to, like, dig deep and pull yourself up and just, like, come on with it. You know what I mean? Like, stop stop living below your potential. Okay. And stop accepting things that you don't deserve and start honoring who God created you to be. Oh, it was man. just a, like, major list of things that I said, okay, I'm going to 
Stop writing these things down. Stop taking them to the altar and wow. picking them back up. So it just so happened that you were a casualty of my war. <laughs> wow. And when I tell yeah. you, I'm going to tell you something so freakish. Because I tell you that this part, I said to you before um, we started, you know, so something I need you guys who are listening to know, I do not pregame. I don't pregame before I podcast. I talk about the structure of the podcast. I talk about the topic in general. I never discuss anything in depth before I interview or have dialogue. So can I tell you today, I was having a dialogue with a colleague and um, the dialogue was exactly what you said just now. It was, I had to realize that people don't deal with me because they cannot read. And the exact words I use have, I promise you, as God is my witness. Mm -hmm. People that don't deal with me or back away from me, it's not because I'm a bad person. It's because they're not able to be hidden in front of me because I have a very strong spirit of discernment and I can look into the souls of people. Yeah. In my professional life, and in my personal life, and that people, you can't be hidden in front of me. Yeah. And 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 something in that, sometimes it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming for the people who, I don't want to use the word exposed, but that cannot, excuse me, be hidden. Or in their process. In their process. Yeah. But it's also hard for me as a person who values love, who values friendships, who my friends have, because I've just pretty much excommunicated my family. So I handpick right. my family. You're my family. Right. right. Um, it's hard for me because who what you're dealing with is not hidden from me. Right. And even though it's it's not hidden from me, I am an empath. So even though it's, I can I can see what it is that you have going on. I also feel it. Exactly. So, so. it's very hard for me. Um, as a person who has a deep, deep skill of discernment and people are not able to hide their souls from me. So when your soul is tortured, when you are in distress, when you are having post-traumatic stress, Heather, I felt that shit. Yeah. I yeah. knew it. Yeah. You know, but I haven't learned the mastery of timing and... Like, and, no, speed, I... and speed and speed because some things we need to be aggressive with. Yeah, yeah. And there are some things that when you are wounded and working, I have to ease up how I approach and deal with those things like they're delicate. And that's a part of me that I'm still working with, you know. But it's very hard, you know, for me because, like, for years I internalized losing certain relationships. And what it is is that people... And men too, even in romantic relationships and guys that want to mm-hmm. talk to me, they can't remain hidden. Their agendas can't remain hidden. Their lying souls can't remain hidden. Right. Their traumas, their baggage. I just am a woman that creates an energy and a space where people show me the most vulnerable parts of themselves because I'm just trustworthy in that aspect. Yeah, But you know what? I, I don't think that they show you intentionally all the time right it, it it goes back to what you were saying before like it is truly a gift it is it is a gift from god it is not something it is torturous is what it is some days well yeah it's not and very it, easy but i mean and i and i share that gift with you and so i but i don't know how to let 
go of other people's um, okay. weight. You okay. know what I mean? Because okay. sometimes they, it's the same thing that you were saying. Like they, I don't want to say that they dump it on you, but you feel it, you live it, you, you know, you carry it with you. And as you're trying to decipher through their stuff, you still got your stuff. Yes. You know, and so that's, that is the point at which I found myself a couple of months ago. And okay. I was just like, I just can't. Like, I really felt like, um, even in my process, I was being, I don't want to say tortured, but yeah, kind of, it was a lot of it's turmoil. turmoil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, and you know, I hate that we do that. Yes, we do that a lot. All the time. I hate that. I hate and, that. And I, I was going through a lot of turmoil even in my sleep. Wow. So it was like all day, all night, all day, all night. Right. And okay, what are you doing about processing your stuff right. and getting rid of and unpacking some of their Amen. stuff? Amen. So, you know, I had to, I had to shut it down. Yeah, I get it. And, and, and you know it. what? It's lonely. It's a lonely place. It is very much so. It's a lonely place. But and I was, was a, mad. It was a necessary place. I was mad. I know you was. I was you mad. Know, but I was hugging you from before. I was doing I was mad. Hug, the color purple thing. Yeah. But I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't be the cause and the cure. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, so. But you know, and it's like, and like, we're going to get to like the, the, the topic of today's thing, which is like fake forgiveness. Yeah. And I don't think I have fake forgiveness with you. That's, that's not where we are, you yeah. know, but I think when we, when we talk, when we talk about fake forgiveness, for me, it really just starts from acknowledging that you're even mad. Yeah. Cause I kept trying to tell myself it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And Heather, I wasn't okay. I wasn't okay with not talking to you. I wasn't okay without the memes. Yeah. The text messages, the yeah. calling, the cackling, the laughing, yeah. the let's go and have a quick dinner, the hey, let me pick up your kids from practice. Like, yeah. I wasn't okay with it. And I think when we talk about fake forgiveness, um, and we'll get into that, that we just, and I'm going to keep it back on the eye. Let me go back to that. I need to learn that when I am wounded or hurt by something, that I need to articulate that. And just be honest with it. I think for me sometimes, because of my work, because of um, how I live, I feel like I'm obligated to always take the high road. Yeah. And sometimes I don't want to fucking take the high road. Right. Sometimes some shit is just hurtful. Yeah. And I'm always kind of like, oh, it's okay. People have a right to choose. They can do, you know, and that's just my way of not having to really process the hurt. I have missed the shit out of you. I've missed you too. And you know, I want to apologize if, you know, I, I, I do and I don't. I want to apologize that you were hurt, but I don't want to apologize for actually taking the taking time the to time. do what I needed you to You needed do. that. Yeah, like I was, I was, I felt like I was two seconds off, like, I need to talk to somebody. I need to lay on somebody's couch. Okay. Like, but, but again, I don't know where to start. Gotcha. And at the same time, like, you know, um, when you survive so many different things, you start operating out of um, survival. Survival. Hey, yeah. can and we so, not? Can yeah, we not today? So, can we not? So that you know. So that was the thing, and I needed to forgive myself. Right. I needed to forgive myself for allowing that to take up so much space. And survival for me was saying, okay, you're not really hurt by that. She just has a right to choose. 
and and that and even though you do and I don't take I don't discount the validity of that but for me the underlying feeling was not that the underlying feeling was that I miss my friend that I hope I didn't do something to push her away that I hope that I didn't that I wasn't too much or that I or that I I wasn't enough of something I wasn't I wasn't enough of this or I was or I wasn't too much of this but that this pushed is what you away. I want to say about you like and and this is the, the what I appreciate about you and and I hope that going forward you never have to have that dialogue with yourself ever again with anybody else. Okay. Like God purposely created you this way. Yes. Right? Oh, that, it's you know, sickening. It's no, sickening. But, it, but it's, it's, it's a who I am. Thing. It's yeah, who I am. It is. So you 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 should never like want to apologize for being too much or being too right. little. You are you. But you know and the like, rational me knows that. Yeah. But, but the emotional me. Still, yeah, you're human. Still, ha- we're yeah, human, yeah. The rational but- me knows that. Like Don Miguel Ruiz, Four Agreements. I've read that book yeah. several times. I know. Take nothing personal. Right. I know that. Right. But I think even sometimes in knowing things, there is your rational self. Yeah. And then there's your emotional self. Right. There's your spiritual self. And there's your flesh self. Yeah. And my spiritual self knew that you were dealing with some things. Yeah. My flesh yearned to be in your company because there was just not only a good friendship, but also a haven for me. I never had to survive around you. I was able to breathe around you. Amen. I don't feel like doing that shit with you today. Don't look at me. You're looking at me too much. Look away. Look away. (laughs) You know, so, so, so even though you were gaining by peeling back your layers and and in healing, I lost something. I lost something. And I felt the loss of that. And I think that because I'm in the high road of things, so to speak, I didn't allow myself to, one thing, I didn't allow myself to be sad about losing you. Not that I even lost you. Right. I, I, I didn't allow myself, I didn't allow myself to, 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 to be sad about not, having you in the same capacity that I was accustomed to. Okay. I think I told myself that it was okay. But it fucking wasn't. I wasn't okay with it. And that's the thing. That's the whole point of today's podcast. That shit's not okay. Right. And that we have to get to a place where we just stop being so afraid of rejection and hurt and that we just tell another person that this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. Yeah. I miss you. I missed you too. Like, I don't know. And it's funny. Like, you've you've never, you've never given me a reason to feel insecure in our friendship. You've never, um, you've never treated me like Tito Jackson. You always treated me like Michael Jackson. <laughs> you ain't treated me like Tito. You treated me like Michael. You know, like you've never made me feel like I was um, second rate. Like I was your friend that was available when nobody. You've never mm-hmm. made me feel that way. But I don't know why. It was so hard for me just to say to you, hey, I miss you. I love you. I miss us having time together. I miss your kids. Yo, I stinking loved your kids. Now, you know, I take them all the time. It don't you matter. take them now. <laughs> Listen here. I'm about to call them babies this weekend. Take them but now. I, but I don't, know, don't change. I don't know what, what it is in us as humans that makes something so simple 
so difficult. I feel like it's the uncertainty. It's it's the it's the fear of having the question answered in the way that you didn't want. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like I'm just going to just stay right here on the sideline and just not know either yeah. way. Or it, but not even not know, Heather. Create a story in my mind and run with that. Yeah. You know, we we tend to create yeah. we create these these mental storylines about what the fuck is going on. And we don't have anything factual. Right. And it's funny because even when I'm doing, and it's funny because I know this. I'm a therapist. Right. So like even when clients will say, oh, you know, I think she's this. I think she's that. And I'll say, well, I need you to tell me three things that she's done that would make me feel, that would make you feel like she feels this way. And when they don't, they're not able to give me answers. I'm like, so. What are we working with? Right. You yeah. don't have anything to back. You're just creating this storyline right. in your mind about what's happening. Yet you have nothing of any substance that you can really pinpoint and put your hand on to substantiate it. And that, But that is what we do. Yeah. I created a whole storyline about why you pulled away. They didn't have nothing to do about you peeling back layers, healing from your own <laughs> shit. Oh my God, Heather. It was... It was, about, it was about me. <laughs> what do you think you, you stop talking to me because of me. And I'm hurt, but I don't get to be hurt. I have to take the high road and just say, she's allowed to do that. Yeah. And that shit's stupid. And when I think about it, it's stupid. It's well, stupid. Well, here we are now, though, and it's, that's the beauty of it. You know, as long as there's time, there's opportunity. And we are, like, mature enough to, to get to this place. Amen. And, um... You know, I've done some some work. I'm still a work You're in still progress. Still progress. Okay. Yeah, Me but too. I, I've done enough work to where I feel like I can come out of hiding for now. Yeah. You know, and so, um, yeah. So I'm not like running to the stores when they open. So I don't see anybody that might Listen. somebody else that might. When call I me tell to the carpet, you, you when know. you text me last <laughs> week, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but but how about I was mad if I was like, yeah, I shouldn't even answer. Oh my goodness! Yeah, just, well, you know what? Here's the thing. I just still kept texting you. Like, <laughs> like I'm not giving you any energy when you're oh in that gosh. space. I'm just like whatever. whatever. I'm still gonna. When text I tell you, you but gonna, but it was. I thought yeah. that. But I thought that on my initial thought was just not to respond because I was I was hurt. I was upset, even though I'm saying she has the right to. You know, yeah. like the fuck, like come on, Chelsea. Like seriously, even though I was angry. Something in me said, "Stop being foolish. Talk to her. Like, don't like, don't be that girl." Well, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Listen here, because you know he be working on my on ignorance. He be working on my ignorance, because you know I just be ready for the throwdown all the time. Everybody's the enemy. I'm always walking around with my shield, trying to protect myself and my feelings. Well, he's like, not gonna let you throw me away. Absolutely so. not. Absolutely not. And when I tell you, I'm just so appreciative that. We can have this authentic ass conversation. It's funny, the whole world gets to listen, you know, yeah. to us work through some imaginary fucking problem. Because <laughs> it's really not about this, really, if you really listen to what we're saying to one another, you haven't once said to Kessie, you did something that really upset no, me and hurt me. No. And I, it's because for once, I was, it was about me for once. And I think, you know, like I said before, being a survivor of different things, and, you know, we're not going to go into that today. Is it a different um, podcast? Cause you yeah, know, yeah. cause you know, I I really, 
Because I'm just, I'm going I'm, I'm to leave it. Yeah. I'm going to wait for you. I'll yeah. wait for you to tell me okay. when you're ready. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I just happen to have enough insight and know, you know, and we've survived some of the similar things. Yeah. And know, that, so. that, that, that needs longer time. Absolutely. But Absolutely. For, Not for, today. Not but today. But for that being um, a place that I don't want to continue to, you know, put in the forefront and want to move past in a more productive way, right. it still was bothering me in different ways. It still was like um, controlling how I move. Yeah. And so um, I had to tell myself, you're going to stop being a people pleaser and apologizing for wanting to live the way you want to live. And so, hey, oh, so that's where it went. That's can I tell I you, like, I was on a, being can selfish. I tell you, I was on my, I was no. um, on my um, phone last night texting um, some of my connections for mass distributors for necklaces that say, save yourself. Yeah. Like, save there, yourself. Because yeah. nobody's going to fucking rescue you from that fucking mm-hmm. prison that you've created in your mind. Exactly. You got to save yourself. Like save yourself. Airplane. That's the first thing they tell Yo, you. Yo, put so, your own shit. That's in my yeah. first book. It's funny that I know these things rationally, but when we get caught up in this rapture of emotionalism, everything we know goes out, out the window. window. That shit is yeah. crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. It's crazy. And I just, I just think that um, we as a people in general have to get to a place where we first just acknowledge that were hurt. Yeah. And that your my entire existence wouldn't have been sacrificed by saying that I was hurt by you taking time for yourself. Right. And probably wouldn't have had the feelings I had had I just said that. Because you probably would have said, listen, I got some shit going on right now that I got to peel back. It ain't about it you. It ain't about though. you. Right. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> if, that would, if, if that would have saved me, like now I got all this, like, oh, I just forgive her. You ain't do shit. Yeah. You didn't do anything. <laughs> Other than do what you need to do. And that was take care of yourself. And, and it's funny because I really wanted this conversation to be something different. But it turned into something that I actually think is better. Okay. I think it turned good. into something better. Good. good. You know, and that's just that um, we need to learn that everything's not about us. Right. Yeah. But it's, uh, And if we're hurting, we need, to, I, we need to say. And it's okay to say. That were hurt by something, and because be courageous it, enough to do it, yeah, yeah, and vulnerable, you know. That's hard for me because yeah. I too have had many traumas. So yeah. what I've realized in these last few, what I've realized in the last year or so, while I am like was working towards getting my clinical license and um, doing other things, creating the podcast, creating my virtual store, all these things that I want to see into fruition. What I just realized is that. I was never in a space before to do those things because I was constantly in survival mode. Yeah. Trauma got a, trauma has a way of fucking up how you see the world, the, the whole world. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm finally in a space now and it's weird because I've always equated happiness with two things, weight loss and romantic relationships. And I'm not successful in either, either of those fucking things right now. And I don't remember a time when I've been happier. So that's a funny thing you just said. Um, the, that those two things were what you equated with success. I actually just wrote down the other day what success looked like to me. Okay. And, you know, God knows 
I would love to be in some smaller jeans. Listen right? here. But that wasn't Ooh. even on the list. Like it 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 has gotten to a place where even during COVID, we're we're surviving, right? We're not. Some people are thriving. I feel like God's people are thriving. Yeah, this has yeah, been God's this has been the best yeah. experience for me. This was a setup. <laughs> you no, know, this was a really a real spiritual setup. But I feel like in this process, um, I've become more of a minimalist. Oh, you don't like, require as much no. to, to to do what you need to do in life. No, and to still feel like I've made some, I've, I've accomplished something. Right. Like I don't, not that I've really set the bar crazy high before, but it, it would be some things that I wasn't willing to put the work in okay. to obtain it. And okay. so it was like, dang, you failed at that again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, so now I'm like, did I really need that? I was that really a thing? Was it yeah. some shit you just created? Right. So you could just like because because I'm what living up to other people's expectations. Still, again, being a people pleaser. Yeah. And that type of jazz. But like, if we want to go back to um the topic of fake forgiveness, I needed to stop being fake with myself. Hey. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that that is what I was just thinking. Yeah. You know, that this conversation is meaningful to that topic because we just have to learn to be authentic with ourselves. I'm going to go ahead and close off here and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. All right. (laughs) Hello, friends. We sitting here cracking up in between segments because you're silly as hell. And we're not going to share with the people what the hell you're laughing about. Highly inappropriate. (laughs) But maybe for the next podcast. (laughs) So, okay, guys. Hey, what's up? We're going to just continue our conversation with um, fake forgiveness. And um, one of the things that I'm super grateful for is that I don't have a controlling nature about how things need to be. I'm learning that. And that's a new thing for me. You know, people that live in trauma try to control every aspect of their lives and when things don't go exactly as they plan we tend to unravel yeah and um my girlfriend in atlanta when i was like oh my god i don't want to wait until next week to do the podcast i was going to do two a month she was like well takessa like it's your fucking podcast you can do what you want to do right why are you having so many issues and when i say that just liberated me I can drop three episodes in a day if I feel like it, you know? So, like, I really don't spend a lot of time trying to control content. This conversation has taken a life of itself, which I think is wonderful because now it opens up an opportunity for me to invite you back. You know, um, we're talking about fake forgiveness today. But what ended up happening is that we start talking about fake forgiveness with ourselves. Yeah. And how, excuse me, and how we just tend to be dismissive of how we feel how we don't say what we mean, how we walk around wounded and not ever saying anything. And in the midst, losing valuable interactions and relationships. Can you imagine what our relationship would be if you just hadn't come out of the cocoon and said something? Because I'm being honest. I don't think I, because I was so into that. She's allowed not to like you or wants to be around you and, you know, I'm gonna need you to stop doing that stuff. I know. I'm gonna try to get my life together. Listen, you peeling onions and so the fuck am I? Like, I I don't have this podcast because I'm on some high ass horse looking down. Like, this is healing me while it's healing other people. So, like, I'm using this platform to heal myself 
and heal others. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't think I would have ever called or said anything. I just really wanted to allow you to do, to, to live in your choice. Like you just, yeah. you didn't want to be bothered. Okay, fine. Which I know now, I know <laughs> that better. That sounds so harsh. But it does. Yeah. But you know what? Again, I don't want to apologize for, for taking the time to put the work in. I get it. And, yeah. I, and I, you know, and I really respect it. And um, I've learned some things about myself. I continue to learn these lessons each podcast. And I'll tell you, all of you guests really get on my nerves, you know, because not only (laughs) are you, yeah, not only are we like helping people out in the world that listen, but I'm learning things about myself. Um, and not always nice things. Can you believe my little ass ain't fucking perfect and don't got it all together? Oh, it's devastating to me. Devastating. That's the beauty of growth. It is, you know, and this is such a wonderful emotional space that I'm in. I when I tell you, let me just honor you right now Aww. just for coming. Just Thank for even a just for even I think there's something so magnificent about um when you have a friend that knows all your shit Ugh. and they ask you to come on a podcast and yeah. you, you don't pregame so you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. But that you you trust me enough to know that I'm not going to do or say anything that's going to exploit or hurt you, you know? Well, I mean, I feel like I trust the God in you. Hey, Shondo. Don't start, Heather. It's not time. (laughs) It's not time. It's too early in the third segment. Yeah, but the the God in you is not going to throw me out there. Mm -mm. And so, so we have always had that fundamental that has been our strength foundation. those have been the ties that have bind that have, yeah. b- have bound us together absolutely yeah. so i mean did i have to pray about it before i came yeah because i i wanted to be open and vulnerable and strong enough hey now. and courageous enough to to answer the questions or whatever you might have thrown my way i wanted to be in that space because yes i'm healing but Yes, I need to do the work. And yes, I want to get to a higher vibration too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm open for this. I'm ready for this. I'm actually, um, yeah, with wide arms. I'm wide open arms to whatever this podcast session was to bring about. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. I'm happy about that. So now that we're like kind of winding down to the last pieces of the podcast, um, where do where do we go from here, you know, with um forgiving ourselves and allowing ourselves a space to say that we're hurt? You know, what do we do? Cuz I don't I don't like to leave things open. Yeah. I need like I really want this platform to be um solution focused. Right. I want people walking away with some sense of how to proceed cuz I know it's no way in the world that it's just you and I. Oh, that have had not. this. You know, I, I I don't believe that it's just yeah, you and I that I, have had this. I told this. you it was already three people that I you know was trying to get me to wrath for just you know, fading to black, but I didn't have any uh, a playbook. Okay, you know, I have a healing playbook. Yeah. You know? So but, yeah, and it's and that's where we are. Like, what what's what? so I'll say that one of the solutions for me is boundaries. You know. I like it. Let's talk about set, that. Yeah, you got to set some boundaries so that you can feel safe. So that you can feel um, in, in 
and honor what you need for your soul and your yeah. spirit and your space and your creativity. Like right. all of those things cannot be constantly poured out. Yeah. And it's funny what my sister Angie, <laughs> she says something is people will say things to me sometimes. And I think, um, people talk to me. I talk a lot to people cause that's, that's my job. I do a lot of talking and counseling. Um, but when my friends and my family, they may say something when my soul is kind of quiet, they'll say something that pierces me. And my sister Angie, I just, I don't know what we were talking about, but pretty much the gist of the conversation was about all of these things that I needed to do to make sure that everybody else was okay. And I wasn't really giving myself any space to, to be okay and to, and to be in a homeostasis of happiness. Right. And yo, chick bust out with like, well, you know, the only sacrificial lamb is Jesus. We don't need that. But she was so ignorant with him. We don't need another sacrificial lamb. Jesus already did that. What right, you talking right, about? Right. And what I'll tell you, the way she said it, I laughed loud <laughs> as hell. But I heard her. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you always laying yourself out to pasture? For real. So everybody else can be happy. You You talk to me. Like, we don't serve the same God. Right. You talk to me like you don't deserve some level of happiness and contentment in your life. Like, yo, why you just, why you, like, Jesus was the, she said, she, Jesus was the martyr. Mm-hmm. And then she just stopped talking to me and went on <laughs> to the next. And I'm sitting here like, bitch. <laughs> but I felt that. Mm-hmm. I felt that. And I'm going to tell you, when she said that to me, it created an instant change in me, Heather. And like the first place it created a change in me was in my house with my children. Okay. Um, because I think I've always paid a silent debt for the misdeeds of their dad. Yeah. Um, I felt like um, I needed to lay myself out and, and carry the cross of all of his absence and wrongdoings and neglect. And, and I, I felt like I'm the mom. I dad. need to do that. And the dad. And I have to do that. Mm-hmm. And when she said that about Jesus being the only martyr and not needing another martyr, when I say she fucking set me free, but quick as hell, though, mm-hmm. it was a it was a quickening of the spirit. Yeah. Double edged sword. And I tell you, <laughs> she cut I, it off. Yo, but it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how these things, how you're set free. In the most unlikely of times by the most unlikely of people. Well, your spirit was open, though. That's yeah. That's the thing. And that was weird. Yeah, that's the blessing. And that's why you feel so much. But I wonder... But it was you funny. You really close that off. Yeah. I went home. And um, life just kind of went on. But me and my girls had a family meeting. And the conversation was like, listen. I don't get to suffer while you get to be happy. This right. is a fucking cooperative ass fucking situation. Yeah, yeah. And that everybody gonna be happy or nobody not gonna be happy. <laughs> what we doing? And and it was funny because for the first time I told myself that it was okay for me to be happy and also to allow them to be happy. Yeah. That it I think in my mind, Heather, it was a trade off. Gotcha. In order for them to be happy. Yeah. I got to be the martyr. I got to slave. I got to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, and Angie was just like, nah, bitch. 
Yeah. Jesus did all that. Yeah, yeah, Jesus did that. Why are you trying to be a mom right. and he done right. laid out and died for you? Go ahead and be happy. And she gave me permission in the blink of an eye to go ahead and be happy. And my household has been better for me emotionally. Amen. Ever since. Wow. Ever since. That's beautiful. Ever since. Yeah. I'm allowed. Yeah. I don't want y'all to be my best friends. <laughs> I don't want to date y'all. Mm-mm. I don't want to spend every waking moment with you. I'm allowed to go out with my friends. I'm allowed to have a good time. You don't come home to a dirty home. You don't come home to a broken home. You don't come home to lights off. Right. You're not living in poverty. Right. Y'all wear designer clothes. I hug you. I kiss you. I validate you. Mm-hmm. You know who God is. Damn. I do all that shit. Yeah. And Handsome. I, right. But I'm allowed to be happy while I'm doing that shit. Right. I don't get to lay it all Cause, out. Cause it's and not I, a chore. Yeah, get it's out of here. It shouldn't be a burden. And I, and I and I really had to just transfer some responsibilities to them. It's some shit you need to do. Yeah. If we gonna For be a squad, happiness. right? Listen, and I had to tell them babies that happiness is an internal job. So, in addition to boundaries, self care. You everything you just described is is a part of self care. Yeah. So. I used to think self-care was, oh, I'm going to take a spa day or I'm going to just do something that was physical. Well, how about we like that, though? Oh, yeah. Because I'm going at the end of the month. (laughs) Me and my girlfriend from college. But 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 no, that's not not the only thing. That's not the only component of it. Right. And it can't be. It's those boundaries you talked about. So spread out. But even with your children. Not just with girlfriends and friends and boyfriends. Yeah. You got to create some boundaries. And, And parents. Absolutely. And siblings. Listen here. Shonda, don't make me start talking in tongues on this joint. Yeah. Because I don't play with none of these jokers. Right. And you know, and for them. <laughs> my mom, hold up, I'm laugh real quick. My mom wanted me, and I love her. Bless her, bless her heart and all yeah, her parts. Every time you mention your mom, I only got one vision in my head, and I'm just not even going to say it, but like, I want to laugh, and I don't even know what your story is about to be, but it sh- I should not laugh at this moment. Okay. She was. In the car. Oh, baby. Listen. Listen. Don't listen. Miss Lois, that's my baby. I love the shit out of her. So yeah. let me tell you, she calls me the other day. <laughs> and ShopRite has, well, you know, ShopRite has this sale on this olive oil. Well, apparently she had bought some other olive oil the week before. Okay. She hadn't opened it. This one is a couple of dollars less. She wants to take the more expensive one back to get the difference back for the cheaper one, which is reasonable. But sis... I live 25 miles from you. I live I 25 minutes. Listen, but listen, I, she wanted me to drive from where I live to where she lived. Take her uh, 15 minutes, judgment. 15 minutes to no. the shop, right? Mm-mm. Take her back home and then drive back home 25. I said, listen here, Bob. I will give you the $2. I love you. No, how about I'm going to give you $10 because <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's too much. Oh, but goodness. it goes back to like self-forgiveness and self-care. I don't, yeah. I, I got three jobs and I love you. And <laughs> extra virgin olive oil is the best. <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and gift home girl $10 when I go this weekend. But you know what the crazy thing is? If we but were boundaries. in a different headspace, we would have did it. Listen, like, I'm listening what? and I'm waiting for her to Take tell the me. Toll and I'm everything. thinking, because like in my mind, 
in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, she's hungry. It's no groceries. Yeah. Well, you know, I got this olive oil. <laughs> and, you know, the other one's just a couple of... And I love her. Don't get... I, you know, she the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. She would do anything for me. But guess who's not spending 25 minutes driving to you? 15 minutes to the grocery store, sitting and waiting for you because you walk through every aisle even though you're getting a price adjustment. 15 minutes back to your house, 25 minutes back to my house for $3. Mm -mm. I'm going to come see you this weekend and I'm going to give you 10 for your trouble. Keep the expensive olive oil and have it on me. Right. But it's about boundaries. Bless it. Now, could I have... I don't have time for that. Yeah, no. And me not doing it doesn't have anything to do with me loving her, honoring her, respecting what she... Oh, and I toiled with that for a long time. Girl, listen, you know. I know, I, I know. With both the parents, and it was just like, how come everybody else get to live their life the way they choose, and now I got to jump through hoops doing that type of stuff? Honey, <laughs> honey, minutes to my house so you can take something three blocks down. Listen, I what? I told Miss Lois I'm gonna bring her some money this week. I'm gonna take her this, and I think I got paid today. I think I might double her trouble. I think I might drop her uh, uh, some pedicure money. Because okay. I just love you because I'm in yeah. a better financial position. Right. But I wasn't coming to get you no $2 mm-hmm. price adjustment on no olive oil. No. I don't have the time for that. Yeah, no. On top of taking the daughter to to, to, to practice, picking her up from practice, checking the just other one's work. It. It's just too much. Even if you didn't have anything to do, that was too much anyway. <sighs> and that's the thing. So we will always take and, and compare it and try to weigh it out in our mind. All these things I gotta do. Well, we create so this that, guilt. Yeah. You know, it's, it'd be the last time you see her. Yeah. And then she called me the next month. She ain't even going. Right. Like, you here. What you doing? Nothing. Or my mom would do the thing. Like, I would get all the way there. And she'd be like, you know what? I changed my mind. You know what? You're gonna go get this olive oil. <laughs> and you're gonna walk through these aisles. Or it's gonna be a situation. Get in the car. Get in the car. Yeah, I just, you know, the wind's blowing a little bit too much today. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Honey, but boundary setting is it. Yeah, that's I work it. a lot. Self-care. This was a week where I really was just tired. And I just was like, Mom, listen, I can't do that for you. But I tell you what I can do. I can come over this weekend and I can just give you some money. Keep your olive oil. Let me give you let me give you something. Yeah. And that's what I intend to do tomorrow. I'm gonna go see her and I'm gonna give her money. You know, and I'm gonna sit and be able to watch a little T V and we'll chit chat. Yeah. You know, but like that's just a that you was trying to create some some real live heavy stuff. No, sis, I'm not doing that. And I'm then tired. you know what too? If sometimes our parents that you know aren't as mobile or get you know can get out on their own or whatever, they use that as a as a time for them to ha- just get out. That's a social hour for them, right? Yes, yeah, their social hours. So and, and I'll ask her, you know, and it's funny that you say that because you know what, I will ask her. When I get there, like she, she needs me to take her to the bank or right. or do something. I will, you know. But I'd rather it, just come out and say it. Yeah, don't, and don't have me on the goose chase. Listen, the, the listen. Dollars. My mom be on a. I just need you to take me to the bank, so I'll come and take twenty five minutes and take her to the bank. Oh, you know, Shoprite got the little <laughs> apples on sale for like nineteen cent a pound. Sure, be nice if I. Why right. you tell me that before I Listen, came? I could so, so I could pick the right. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it's okay that she does that. You know, because I really what what I've also learned in the essence of making peace with myself and not having to keep forgiving myself for things is that I just 
need to just say no and not spend a lot of time trying to control the behaviors of other people. Right. She could. She's allowed to ask me five times a week to go get olive oil from Shoprite, and I'm allowed. And I'm allowed to say no, 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 and no. Right. I don't need to control what she's asking. I need to control my response. Yeah. I need yeah. to control my emotions about it. Exactly. It doesn't need to be turmoil for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be falling out like, oh my God, I'm not being there for. I don't need to do any of that. Right. No. But I'm, no, mom, I can't, I don't have the time to do this, but this is what I can do for you. Do you want me to do this thing? And when I presented it to her, she, okay. Right. And if she would have said, no, that doesn't work, I would have said, I'm sorry to hear that. Right. You know? Right. Again. The olive oil you got, you know, I mean, you let me know how you figure it out. Call me when you get it together. Because the solution doesn't include me. Right. I can't do that for you. It doesn't change my position. And I don't need to control her. I need to control what I say yes to and what I say no to. Right. You know, so though, for me, those are the things that keep me in a place of self-forgiveness and allowing myself space to be okay. Like you said, boundaries. Yeah. Saying no when I want to say no. Offering alternatives when they're feasible. Yeah. You know, those things are, are good for me. You know, so it's just like, you know, you got to just, you know, self-care. That doesn't include you spending money on yourself. Just being mindful of the time that you give to certain things that don't contribute to your spiritual and emotional growth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This no longer serves me. I can't. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how people respond to it. Yeah. Your position is your position. And I'm told, I had a client today tell me that. Well, everybody just keeps asking me for stuff. I said, people really only do what works. They keep asking you because when they ask you, you say, yeah. So do we need to change all five of your family members? Or do we need to adjust how you respond to all the requests? Because you don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. How's that working for you? Right. You're constantly depleted. Hmm. Just a thought. But this has been such a productive conversation. It really has. It really has. And I'm going to have you back because we're we're gonna we're gonna I want to continue the discussion on fake forgiveness, you know. But like I think today was monumental because what people need to understand, if you didn't get anything from this conversation, is that we first need to find an authentic place to forgive ourselves for not asking for what we want and for accepting what we don't deserve. I think that was a. You really brought an interesting dynamic here today, and I truly honor and love and respect you so much oh, for coming I love on. You too. I love you so much. I respect and honor you as well. And we're going to come back. Yeah. And we're going to finish this Good. conversation, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about how we navigate through fake forgiveness of other people because it's easy to do that. This conversation took a life of its own, and I, I kind of like it. I like it a lot. Me too. And I think it's actually a good core place to start when we're talking about how to forgive others we really have to learn how to forgive ourselves yeah and speak up and say what it is that we need and what we want from other humans without fear of abandonment hurt or rejection yes phenomenal place to be heather i thank you so much for coming today thanks for having me oh thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys soon in the next podcast